0: We have lost more lives to this problem than we have fighting wars in Iraq and Afghanistan.
1: He was raising up, so I'm thinking he's about to do me something. Domestic
0: violence. The victims are mostly women. Three are murdered every day by someone they love or used to love.
1: And so I grabbed for the first thing, which was this hammer. But men are killed,
0: too, by women. I hate him, Miss Candace. Women like Tyra Whitney. Are you with okay. him right now? Yeah, he, yeah, he right here. He unconscious. Okay. Tyra killed her daughter's boyfriend with a hammer. Oh
1: my God! He just needs to
0: nail. right now. Okay. I'm Candace Delong, retired FBI agent, former psychiatric nurse and host of Facing Evil on Investigation Discovery. I've seen bad things and met bad people. My job means I've sat across the table from killers more times than I care to remember and looked them in the eye. Do I see evil? Sometimes. More often, I see people. People who find themselves in situations they cannot control. Is Tyra Whitney evil? You decide. We can talk law and order and criminal statistics until we're blue in the face. But for me, to truly learn how the human mind works and how people end up doing bad things Nothing beats sitting face-to-face with a killer. But it's not just a matter of phoning up a prison and making an appointment. It's a long process. First, I need permission from the Department of Corrections in each state. Then, in some cases, from individual prison wardens. Then I need to convince the inmate to talk with me. Some are eager, others not. Many are suspicious of my motives, but I try to show them how their story can help others. When I reached out to Tyra Whitney, now in her late 40s, she was honest and open from the get-go. She admits killing her daughter's boyfriend, but says it was self-defense after she came to her daughter's aid back in 2010. Now, she wants to tell her story. Tyra, you know the name of the show is Facing Evil. Yes, ma'am. What kind of evil have you faced in your life? Wow.
1: If I take the time to go through it, it'd be a lot. I mean, I'm from, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. So I've been through Katrina. That was evil itself. It was. Um, I was uh, raised by my grandmother wasn't really any evil in there, but I had to do a lot of stuff without parents.
0: Why didn't you have your parents raising you?
1: Basically, my mom um, abandoned me. My dad, he was out of state. And uh, my grandmother raised me.
0: Sadly, too many children grow up without full-time parents these days. But that's not the be-all and end-all to a happy life. Humans adapt to many different circumstances. The one common thread to a happy life, regardless of upbringing, is making attachments to other people. These are long-lasting bonds that give us strength and confidence in the world. They don't always have to come from biological parents. In Tyra's case, a supportive grandmother may have given her what she needed. The question for me here, is Tyra naturally a violent person? The best indicator of a future behind bars, in my experience, is when a person turns to violence early in their life. For Tyra, that was when she was 20. Went
1: out to a club with a couple of friends or what have you, drinking too much, and it, it started into a brawl argument or what have you, and then a fist fight. I was arrested for, it was disturbing the peace.
0: For some people, the thought of a physical fight ever makes them sick. For others, like Tyra, it's an accepted fact of life. Sometimes you have to stand your ground and be physical. This personality type can be useful in society. Many of our soldiers, police and frontline agents need that sort of confidence. It's something I needed when my psychiatric patients became violent. And in the FBI, if somebody went for my gun. But the problem is when that kind of behavior is brought into the home. And that's what happens to Tyra when she meets up with a man and they have a daughter to Shira. But according to Tyra, the violence is not coming from her. I was
1: with Tashara's dad for 14 years. The last five got to be mentally and physically abusive.
0: Hitting like, you? Hitting. What, what about Tashara? Did he hit her as well?
1: No, actually, that was the funny thing about that. He was more of a protector with Tashara. I stayed in basically because I wanted Tashara to be with both parents.
0: Did you ever call the police or tell anyone? Many times. And what happened?
1: Yeah, most of the time when the police came out, it was to the point where the officers was like, if we come out to this address again, we're taking both of you.
0: This is another hidden cost of domestic violence. More than $37 billion a year in law enforcement, legal and medical bills, along with lost productivity. And every time the police are called to a domestic dispute, they put themselves in grave danger. Many people wonder why an abused spouse just doesn't simply walk away. It's never that easy for women, especially. The number one reason women stay is because the man holds the purse strings. Plus, many abusive men have a habit of making up after every assault, giving their partner hope that if they can just ride out each tough spot, it will all be okay. So the cycle of violence and apology goes round and round. One time, Ms.
1: Candace, he fought me and I landed on top of my daughter. And it was like I left and I never came back.
0: Kyra eventually does walk away. She and her daughter start over. And when Tashira is 20, she hooks up with her own man, 24-year-old Lamarcus Bell. He
1: seemed to be pretty nice or what have you, well-mannered. He used to come over, eat. I've even let him cut hair or what have you because that was one of his, his things to do, cut hair and stuff at my house. I was just getting pretty much to know him and was hoping she would do the same.
0: Pretty soon, the young couple decide to move in together. And that, according to Tyra, is when the trouble starts.
1: We are close. We do a lot of stuff together. She stopped coming by. Or if she come by, she would only stay like five or 10 minutes. What did that feel like for you, that your daughter was pulling away? You know, I said maybe she's like coming into that stage Where you want to be independent.
0: Independence turns out not to be the problem. One time,
1: she had, you know, the little glasses or what have you on, and I'm looking. I'm like, Tashira, I said, are you okay?" I said, "Um, I heard that this boy is beating you. She's like, Mama, where do you get that from? I said, well, I just want to tell you this. You don't have to be afraid of him.
0: Tyra's alarm bells are ringing. She had escaped domestic violence herself, and now she thinks it's happening again to her daughter. Tyra says she confronts LaMarcus, warning him she will retaliate if he assaults her daughter. It's interesting Tyra doesn't insist her daughter leave LaMarcus. I think Tyra's respecting her daughter's choice to stay with her boyfriend. I'm sure many mothers would not be so tolerant. One day on October 11, 2010, it all comes to a head. Tashira and LaMarcus have a huge argument and he allegedly hits her with a DVD player. Bruised and bleeding, Shira calls her mom. She's like, Mama, help. So my baby's screaming.
1: She's screaming, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I say, dial 911. I'm on my way.
0: This is a fight or flight moment for Tyra. And given her personality, flight is not an option. Meanwhile, Tashira calls 911, and police arrive before Tyra gets there. LaMarcus flees the house. The police came
1: and initially took her to the hospital, and um, she had to write whatever statement or whatever, but the thing about it is, Tashira would call the police, Ms. Candace, but she would
0: never press charges. As strange as that seems, this is not uncommon. Sometimes women are reluctant to press charges because they fear retribution. Sometimes it all seems too complicated. And sometimes the victim still clings to the vain hope this will be the last assault, that this time he'll realize what he's doing. He never does. Police say they are powerless to arrest LaMarcus, so they leave. Then along comes Mama Bear, ready for a fight if she has to. So you get up to the front door. Yes, ma'am. And what happened? They
1: have blood on the wall. They have broken glass from picture frames. I'm saying muffin, because that's what I call them. Where are you? So she comes and she has a broom in her hand. She's trying to clean up before I get there or what have you. So I'm telling I said, is this how you really wanna live?
0: What Tyra doesn't know is that Lamarcus has returned to the house. I didn't even know he was there. So when he
1: comes out the room, he's pretty much like taking off his shirt. When you fussing with somebody and you take off your shirt, Miss Candace, you want a physical altercation.
0: That was a signal to you. Yeah, that was his a signal his to me. shirt off. Was a signal to you. There was going to be a fight between. Yeah, it was going to be a fight. Do you recall what was going through your head? Yeah, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm scared to death, but at the same time, I'm about to protect myself at all costs. So I'm about to pick up anything, and I'm looking around. Anything that's around, I'm about to use it. So she had these chemicals that was on the counter she has this cup that's filled with something i don't know what was in the cup at the time but i knew something was in it and when he came at me i threw it in his face he was raising up so i'm thinking he's about to do me something they had a blue toolbox that was right there in the middle of the floor and so i grabbed for the first thing was this hammer and i hit him miss candace hard medium soft at the time let me tell you something i wasn't even thinking about the impact, whatever, all I know is I don't want you getting up, hurting me.
0: How many times did you hit him?
1: I can remember one time. One? Yes, One ma'am. good hit. And then what? I said, dial 911, let's go.
0: Are you with okay. him right now? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he right here, he unconscious. Okay. Is his breathing completely normal? <laughs> oh, my God. He just needs the nail right now. Okay. That Tyra only hit LaMarcus once tells me it's likely self-defense, as Tyra claims. If she came to the house with intent to kill, she probably would have one, brought a weapon, and two, not stopped after just one blow. But because LaMarcus fell and was incapacitated after the first hit, there was no need for further action. I believe Tyra. Unfortunately for her, that one blow was to the side of Lamarcus's head, the weakest spot on the human skull, the temple. How did you feel when you found out that Lamarcus had passed away?
1: For a while there, I thought, I thought this was like some kind of bad, bad, bad dream I was about to wake up from.
0: Did you want him dead when you hit him with that hammer? No, ma'am. How do you feel now?
1: I'm I'm hurt. Cause, you know, the more I think about it, he was somebody else's child too, you know? But in the in the same instance, Miss Candace, what about my child? What about me? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just constantly justify the action that was wrong, but the intent wasn't. I didn't want somebody dead, but when it comes down to it, my child could have been dead, I could have been dead. It could have been my child's casket I was looking over.
0: At the center of all of this is Tashira. I suspect she carries a tremendous amount of guilt.
1: Some people even told her that. I mean, family members tell my baby that it's her fault that I'm here. And I let her know it's not her fault that she was here. Who else was she was supposed to call, Miss Candace, after you dialed 911? I
0: mean, who else? I want you to imagine that I'm Tashara. Yeah. What would you like to say to me?
1: Well, Tashara, I know in your own mind, you know, you loved him. Because, because of whatever reason, you loved him. I want you to understand that I love you so, so much. I don't regret coming to your, when you call for my help, I'm your mom.
0: Tyra is a strong woman. She feels she did what she had to do people would grab their daughter and run. Tyra chose not to do that. So in the heat of the moment, her random choice of a weapon and some very bad luck turned a family fight into murder. But that's what happens when violence erupts. It is rarely right and it is never the best solution. I want you to imagine, for a moment, that I'm Lamarcus. What would you like to say to me?
1: Wow. Man, do you forgive me, Jesus. I never wanted to kill you. I just didn't want you to hurt my baby. I didn't want you to hurt me. but I didn't tell him I was going to kill him, but I was going to hurt him. And I meant that, Miss Candace. I meant that. But wow, did Miss Candace no, 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 no. Most of all, I'm asking for forgiveness from him. You know, Miss
0: Candace? Tyra is clearly remorseful. But her biggest regret is that it was her, not the police, who had to deal with Lamarcus that day.
1: What I think is, Unfair is day. There are no domestic violence laws. I feel like it wasn't investigated enough. Had you arrested him, he may be alive. Had you arrested him, maybe he wouldn't have went back to my daughter's house.
0: You think the legal system failed your daughter? Yeah, I do. You think the legal system failed you?
1: Yeah, I do. And I think the legal system
0: failed him also. The fact is, when victims of domestic violence don't press charges, the law's hands are often tied. The onus is on us, as individuals, to take action and let the authorities enforce the law. Or better still, do not let things ever get that bad.
1: Babies don't stay, don't feel like you're too grown to ask for help. When it first starts, stop it. Because nine times out of 10, it's going to continue. So you're saying
0: leave? Leave. If your partner is violent with you, chances are things will not improve. There are shelters where you can go and be safe where trained professionals will help you figure out your next move and even offer financial assistance. Approximately six people a day in America are killed in a domestic dispute. Please don't be one of them. on Facing Evil. She turns and she looks at me, and that's when I shoot. A cold-blooded killing from the most unusual assassin I've ever met. That shot went straight through her and killed her. Meet suburban wife and mother Jennifer Reale, next on Facing Evil. For Beyond Productions, the producers are Sue McGregor and Jeff Fitzpatrick. For Investigation Discovery, the producers are Pamela Deutsch and Sarah Kozak. Kevin Bennett is the general manager, and Henry Schleif is the network president. I'm Candace DeLong.